This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dumb Nerds podcast, a show where funny people come on to talk about a smart topic they consider themselves to be an amateur expert in. I'm your host, Cassie Jerkins, and today we have on Kenny Prewatt to talk about nutrition. Kenny is an awesome comedy writer and performer. I met him doing the IO Sunday sketch show, which he's still a cast member on, so you can check him out over there every Sunday putting up sketch shows in a week. It's boot camp, it's crazy, and Kenny is super funny. Kenny is also in a movie that's coming out. That's right, a movie. We got ourselves a movie star. You can check Kenny out on Crowning Jewels, which is coming out November 7th. It's got a Sony home video distribution. It's going to be on Netflix. You can get it at Redbox and on DVD. So be sure to check out Crowning Jewels, especially if you're a fan of those Classic, fun comedy uh, movies starring Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. It's got that kind of vibe to it. You can also follow Kenny on Twitter at Kenny Prewatt. And hey guys, you know Halloween is coming up. Do you know who you're going to be? Have you figured out your costume idea? If you're like, ah, I think I know who I want to be, but where am I going to buy my costume? You can buy that at costumesforless.com. That's the number four, costumesforless.com. That's right. Go online, get yourselves those cool Halloween costumes and accessories. Heck, you can get costumes for drama and theme parties, lingerie and sexy wear, shoes, parties, and wedding supplies. Mm -hmm. That's right. Go to costumesforless.com. But hear this. You can get your Halloween costume today and get free shipping on your order by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash costumes. And remember, if you're shopping on Amazon, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumbnerds. Click on that support our artist button. It takes you straight to Amazon so you can shop like you normally would. Now, let's get into nutrition with Kenny Prewatt. How's it going, Kenny? Uh, it's going really well. I noticed right when I came in that you have your own pound. Is that still a term that people use? No, I like, I think uh, a cat pound. Humane. Um, you have you have your own humane society. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many cats do you have? Four. I like to say I have my own pride. <laughs> oh, okay, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, there are four cats living in here. Living here, I foster cats. Uh, it's my, these are my bachelorette years, so like... Live it up. Live it up with the, all the cats. This is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. And this is the highest living that you could possibly do, probably. I mean, I'm super happy. I have my own place. I have a ton of little friends <laughs> that sure. hang out. Uh, not humans, though. Not humans. Uh, I uh, watch whatever I want. I can come home and have a glass of scotch or wine, and it's my life. And okay. then I do comedy all the time. It's great. Oh, okay. That's yeah. good. No complaints. I know. Really? None? Mm-mm. No. I'm, like, super happy. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. I know. I know. We'll see if, if things change, if things change, but... You're waiting to see if you get depressed? 
not that I'm getting like get depressed, but like maybe if I meet somebody that I'm like, okay, this is worth sacrificing my independence for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're a married man, so. I am. But I didn't get married till I was 29. Wow. Which, where I'm from in Indiana, that's a state in the Midwest. Yeah. Is pretty old. But now most people, it's like 32 to 35 is like the average. Sure. So you technically got married young. By L.A. standards. By L.A. standards, but by your hometown. Yeah, I remember when I went to school in New York, there were some people that were from, like, small towns, Mm -hmm. and they were like, my friends are getting married. And they were, like, 20, 21. Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the majority of my people my age from my hometown at least have a Mm -hmm. couple of kids. That's if not Wild. a few dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any of that. Yeah, I don't want kids, but I want cats, so I have cat children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you wouldn't have kids if you met the right person? No, I've never wanted kids. Mm. So that's why it kind of goes into like that independence of like, well, I don't want kids, so there's really no and I can uh financially support myself, so there's not really a need for me to partner up where I think like in the 90s for women, it was more like I need to get a partner so I can like pay bills and stuff. Yeah. Which is crazy to think that that was like a reality for many women like 10, well, 20 years ago. here in L.A., you need a partner to pay rent. Well, that's like one of the <laughs> factors, which feels really gross to be like, oh, man, if I got a partner, I could they could move into my awesome apartment because I don't want to leave this apartment yeah. and then split half the rent. And that would be very you'd nice. Be, yeah, but then that's more. like looking at people like meal tickets. <laughs> well, what is a person if not a meal ticket? <laughs> I mean, I, I understand those uh, the concept of, you know, sugar daddies and stuff now. It's like someone that just gives you checks and yeah. you have dinner with them every once in a while. Yeah. Kind of creepy, but hey, do, do what you, you got to do. You do you, boo. You do you, boo. But we're not here to talk about dating in L.A. No, no, we're not. We're here to talk about nutrition. Sure. Yeah. So why the topic nutrition? I, like I mentioned before, from a small town and my parents didn't have a lot of money, so they bought the cheapest food they could get. I come from the same background. So, right. yeah, so yeah, yeah. you understand, it's like, well, one, one, there's a pretty severe lack of nutritional education in yeah. public schools mm-hmm, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And two, healthy food is more expensive yeah. unless you just buy Celery, yeah, and just eat that vegetables, every, yeah. Uh, which you need to eat a lot of to be full, yeah. And you have to spend a lot of time to spice it up to make it tasty, tasty especially yeah. for kids, yeah, yeah. So I had a lot of frozen fish sticks, mm-hmm. frozen pizzas, yeah, mac and cheese, yeah, uh, hamburger helper, pop, soda Where pop, I'm from. Kool-Aid, yeah, a lot of Kool-Aid. Um, or just like fast food, like yeah. we'll just swing by Burger King or McDonald's and pick up. Like, I remember when I was a kid, too, McDonald's had, like, days where hamburgers were, like, 30 cents. Yes. You remember that? I was just going to say the same thing. That was, like, dinner on Wednesday nights or whatever. And it was a privilege, too. It was like, we're going out to eat. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, it's like, we're eating nothing but processed food. This is really bad. (laughs) I have a big family, so my my dad would roll up in the van to the Uh window and be like, I'll have 20 hamburgers. <laughs> 800 burgers, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how many siblings did you have? I you have eight siblings. That is huge. 20 mm. hamburgers doesn't seem like enough. 
Well, when they're babies. Oh, yeah, yeah. If a kid is, you know, between the age of two and seven or whatever. They only need one. They need one to fill up. I, because I'm the oldest, I would. Oh, okay. I had the ability to talk my way into getting two. Um, so nice. that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I learned to negotiate. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like mow the lawn and like get your change together right. and be like, I'm going big today. Yeah. Give me another burger. Yeah. yeah. My, we used to have a German shepherd. Mm-hmm. And she would take dumps all over the yard, and my dad would pay me a nickel for every <laughs> for every poop, dump poop I scooped hey. and, and <laughs> put it in the compost pile. And so <laughs> that's how I saved up to buy batteries for my remote control cars and hamburgers at McDonald's. Damn, nice! So, what a life, man! Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. killing it back then. <laughs> um, so was it cl- like I feel like so many people that moved to LA, that's when they learn about nutrition because. LA is very superficial and especially for actors it's like I gotta look good and yeah, there's then, a lot of pressure for that yeah yeah well I started it um before I've been in California for three years mm-hmm. but before that when I was living in Indiana I started to get into it because um I wanted to I just wanted to learn how to cook because I didn't know how to cook very well just uh-huh interested generally in cooking yeah and then when i started reading more cookbooks uh-huh then the nutrition part followed because i learned about all these different ingredients and stuff yeah so i consider myself to be an amateur nutritionist nice nice very cool um yeah i like to cook too and going back to childhood there were times where it would be like i'm hungry and then they'd be like go cook yourself something yeah. so then like Popcorn. learning in there yeah and at that time it was like okay Mac and cheese, grilled cheese. What can I make with cheese, basically? Velveeta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even real cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, w- that was probably too fancy uh, for my household. Um, but now that I'm older, now it's, like, fun to be like, oh, I want to learn how to make Thai curry or, yeah. like, this big dish and then do all this research and read about different ingredients and everything. Yeah. Um, so was that kind of similar to you, like, as you were making dishes, you were starting to learn like, oh, there are healthier, delicious yeah. dishes to make. Yeah. And then I started reading more scientific, scientifically based cookbooks. Mm-hmm. One specifically is called the Fast Metabolism Diet. Okay. And the author has all these different recipes, but she breaks down the reasons why she has each ingredient and what it does. Mm-hmm. And or doesn't do to your yeah. body, and so it's very eye-opening. Yeah, because before that, I didn't know dairy slowed down your metabolism. Uh, I was like, "Oh, yeah. that's a natural food." Yeah, which it is. I know. It I can be. I do want to learn how like certain dairy products are made, like cheese mm-hmm. and stuff, because like I know too. Going to nu- nutrition, they're like, "Oh, like you know, some cheese is okay, but like you got to check out like." based on like processed and if it's like whole milk or skim milk or you know all those different types of ways to make cheese it's like um yeah and by educating yourself it's like oh well then i can go with this help healthier option yeah um yeah where like vegetables is more like you pull it out of the ground you clean it you eat it yeah yeah um because yeah processed is when it's like more not great for you because it's harder to break down or yeah exactly so your body can't metabolize Uh um, a lot of processed food. So it sits in your system faster 
And that causes a few problems. One, it can cause gas, yeah. more infections, oh, bloating, no. some sort of swelling. Yeah. But two, it the longer it sits in your system, the, the likelier it is to be stored as fat. Right, because your body is just like, well, I don't need it right now, so let's just store it. Yes. Yeah. Well, because it's just, yeah, it can just be put aside. And so that's the problem. A lot of people will... They will do dieting that um, is more like, I'm just going to eat less food, which isn't right. a way to fix it. Because some some food is very high in calories. It is. Yeah. But like if, if you do a thing where you um, just say, you know what, I'm just cutting out not necessarily bad foods, but just the quantity of food I, yeah. I've been eating. Yeah. Then when inevitably you go back to your normal lifestyle, which right. most people will. Yeah the body sees it as fight or flight okay. because like, Oh, I was starved yeah. because I've been used to more food. And so now that the influx of food is coming in, I'm going to save all that food as fat. Yeah. I've heard of, I've heard of that too, of like, uh, like, especially with eating disorders being like, don't starve yourself. Cause that puts your body in a stress where like, mm-hmm. Then your body just starts to store things, so you don't actually lose right. any weight. Yeah, yeah. So like um, any, yeah. So if you are yeah. starving yourself, anything that you eat, well, a lot of it will yeah. be stored as fat. Yeah, and oh, that reminds me too of I find it very interesting that if your body is stressed, you tend to store the fat in your belly area. Have you heard about that? Yeah, but I don't know why. Again, they, amateur. Okay. I know I know a little bit about this because uh, I think I learned it like in a psychology class. It, they did like a study on uh, monkeys and like their social order that they, they studied monkeys that have similar social orders to us, like in the workplace Uh of like, there's a boss and then there's like workers that are of different hierarchies. And they noticed like the, the most inferior of monkeys had like the highest belly fat rate because Mm. they were always in stress. And when they ate, that's like where their body would store. And then they looked at workers like humans and noticed the exact same thing was happening too. that people that tend to be like not making enough money and everything, they tend to just be more stressed. And like, that's where their body stores the Mm. fat, which is, yeah. Yeah. And in our, I better silence my Oh my gosh. Silence that phone. All good. All good. Um, I, well, another reason I stumbled into nutrition was because I, I was tired of going out to eat mm -hmm. and after the meal going, you know, I could have made that at home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now I'm really picky when I go out to eat because Mm -hmm. I want it to be something that I couldn't make or would have a very hard time making to that level. Yeah. Or else it's just not worth it to me to go to a diner and eat scrambled eggs. Oh, yeah. And pay like, $9 I can for make them. that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Why it, I have eggs in my fridge. Mm-hmm, totally. I'm the exact same way. I, another thing that, like, if I go out, I'll pick something where, like, it has so many ingredients that for me to go to the grocery store and buy all those mm-hmm. ingredients, like, I know it'll go bad because I won't eat it fast yeah. enough. So I tend to, like, go out and get, like, very elaborate, like, salads with, like, ahi tuna or something. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned you like to make Thai curries. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that kind of came from the same place of, like, I'm always going out and ordering curry. How hard is this to make? And it's Lo and n- behold. It's not hard. It's not. It's very fun, too. Well, I started making my own 
curry paste. Wow. Okay, that's really like, high tech. Well, I usually just get the little like right. curry paste. But I was like, well, what is in it? And it's just a bunch of spices. Yeah. That you blend mm-hmm. and. Um, but it is time consuming because you have to go buy all those different right. containers. But then spice. once you have it, you could probably make a lot of paste. Yeah, you can. And it only Ooh. takes half of a teaspoon and you can to make really get that flavor. Yeah. a giant batch of it. Yeah. Next, I'm going to have to figure out how to milk my own coconuts. <laughs> oh, yeah, coconut, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That seems like that would take a long time. Yeah, There's like a couple does. of things. Like, for instance, just buying like already pre-chopped gin, uh, garlic. It's like, yeah, I could chop it myself. But or here it is. It's like, chopped. yeah, I'll pay that extra dollar. Yeah. Um, we have to get a, a garlic press. Yeah. Yeah. I should get one of those. That would be really it's easy. Worth it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also mm, fresh garlic. So good. So good. Um, yeah. Another thing I was reading about with nutrition is like it wasn't until like the 1930s when scientists really started being like, Hmm, like what? Like, well, the study I was reading was there was like a bunch of sailors that were getting scurvy and they were like, why are they getting scurvy? What are they eating? They're just eating meat and bread. And then they started conducting experiments to be like, let's add like salt water to their diet. And then for another group, let's add vinegar. And for another group, let's add lime juice. And then all the sailors that were had lime juice weren't getting scurvy. So then they were start. That's when they discovered like, oh, vitamin C is a thing, and then like, like slowly kind of categorizing everything. Where before that, it was a little bit more like, oh, we notice people that eat this are feel better. Like, so just eat that. But they didn't really know like why and like what components were mm. going into it. So it's still like a pretty new thing. It is really yeah, which kind of makes sense because I feel like every year I read a different article about. Coffee is now bad for you. Coffee is now good for you. Uh, eggs are bad for you. No eggs are good for you. Like there are like flip flopping on ingredients. Uh, the newest thing I've heard to like always carbs are like stay away from carbs. But or like it used, I feel like um, when I was a kid, like everyone was like stay away from fat. And that's why fat free like became a really mm-hmm. big thing. And now everyone's like, actually watch your carb intake. Oh. Fat is like can be good for you. Just make sure it's like the right kind of fat, mm-hmm. like nuts and um, what's another kind of good fat? Avocado. Avocado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish and stuff. We're like, don't eat a bunch of like white rice or yeah. Do you know much about that? <laughs> I do know that while speaking specifically about natural foods, mm-hmm. while some are healthier than others. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is you don't necessarily have to eat all of the healthiest natural foods all the time, but you'll be much better off if you eat genuinely whole food. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean by whole food for people that are like? Food that is from the ground, from mm-hmm. an animal but hasn't been altered in any way um or or hasn't been it isn't a, a plant or an animal product that's been raised inhumanely with, <laughs> well not just inhumanely but with a weird diet or with chemicals or anything yeah, so like yeah. uh milk that is just milk 
Yeah. Nothing else. The cow ate grass, had yeah. a good time. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't stressed. Yeah. And you drink that milk. That's sure, good. dairy can slow down your system, but you know, you can still live a long life, mm-hmm. a pretty healthy, productive life. Yeah. By just eating foods that are are all natural in, in yeah. the sense that it's not not been tainted. Now, like there's a lot of I get mad at foods that use um, popular terms for advertising, like gluten-free. Yeah. You see it on the side of, say, potato chips. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it doesn't have wheat. Yeah. They never I, had wheat in them. Yeah. I think that's like, I find it so wheat. funny <laughs> that like things that are just naturally gluten-free, they're like, ooh, put that gluten-free stamp on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it probably... That ice cream's gluten-free. Yeah, gets more sales. And the thing, too, that's very interesting about the whole gluten-free epidemic is people that are, like, intolerant to gluten, like, genuinely is very small than the amount of people that think they are. And and I will say that you may not have – you may not actually have a problem in your system with gluten. Yeah. But when you eat bread, for example, that is really low quality, Uh like – Wonder, wonder bread <laughs> wonder bread white wonder bread yeah yeah and you get a stomachache from it it's because it's crap ingredients yeah there's yeah. all sorts of preservatives sugar chemicals mm. in that if it's just straight wheat i would hazard a guess that you would have zero problems right yeah with yeah. that yeah bread in your stomach yeah it's just the you need to start eating you know, high quality stuff. Yeah. And not low quality stuff. Yeah. Which is more expensive. I know, which it sucks <laughs> that it's like, it's such, like, that's a fact. Like, you know, because everyone ideally should be eating healthy, but when it's like costs more money, then people are like, well, then screw it. I'm just going to eat fast food or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, especially in our country, like, obesity is such a huge problem that. It's interesting that there isn't a push to be like, how can we make healthy food more affordable for, you know, most Americans? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My sister-in-law comes from a farming family and they mm-hmm. grow a lot of corn and they've been subject in some ways to having a hard time selling some corn for human consumption Mm-hmm. Because people are afraid of genetically modified organisms. Which I've been told GMOs is like, like my friend's a biologist and she's like, there's like that is just a kind of a conspiracy to sell. Like um, for organic people to be like, watch out for GMOs, like buy from us. Yeah. We're really there's no scientific like. And And the truth is you can eat something that's all natural and healthy and is GMO. Mm hmm. A GMO, genetically modified organism, can just be two breeds of corn, for example, crossbred to grow a different flavor of corn. Yeah. That's it. That's There's (laughs) nothing in it. Yeah. There's no added chemical or anything to it. It's just a hybrid, Mm -hmm. maybe to taste sweeter or to have a different flavor. Yeah. So I'm not sure exactly what some people mean by oh that's got the that gmo in it yeah yeah it's just a blanket statement it's just like it goes back to that gluten-free stamp it's like non-gmo oh boom 
it just becomes like a buzzword. And I think that's what's so interesting, especially with food is like, I feel like most people are aware of like how buzzed words are used to sell products. You see it on every food. It's like, this is fat free or gluten free, non-fat, non-GMO, like organic. All all natural is the one that gets me. It's like, what does that mean? Or with natural flavors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, flavors that taste like, the natural thing, You're right? Right. I know, but that's aren't tr- actually tricky. full of natural materials. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, and the thing that like I find really upsetting too, especially when it comes to eggs, is like there's like range-free, cage-free, you know, natural-fed, like all these different yes. words, and it's like, how do I know like which chickens were treated the best you know from my understanding free range range is the way to go chickens are the least tortured vessels cage free just means they're in a they're not in a a tight cage where they can't move around they're in a pin with a bunch of other chickens chickens. yeah (laughs) and they can just they can still stand yeah um but I don't know. I mean, you'd have to go visit the chicken farm. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the hard thing is like uh, with anything, it's like buying a pair of shoes or, you know, like for women makeup and all this stuff. It's like finding like you have to do your research to find out how these products are made. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to get answers that you don't like, you know. Yeah. And then usually the solution is when you pick like the best quality like safely made you know fair to humans and animals probably going to be the most expensive yeah. too because it's like you have to pay those people and like the conditions yeah or yeah for animals they have yeah. to have more land yeah 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 and i've also heard with like especially the big organic boom um that happened five ten years ago was like everyone started buying organic and then it got to the point where like these organic farms were like oh, we need to produce more. How do we produce more? And then they just started kind of doing the same things that all the other companies before them were doing, which is like cutting corners and like make, you know, not making things as organic as you think they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I read um, an article, it was a couple of years ago, National Geographic about the amount of produce that farms throw away it's produce that never makes it to the store mm-hmm. stores want perfect looking produce wow yeah because um they know that the consumers won't buy a they funny won't. looking zucchini yeah, they, they want it. <laughs> what a quote zucchini looks like yeah yeah and the f- american farms throw away as much good produce as all of the continent of Africa produces oh my god for all of its countries wow so like there's a ton of food that's just like 50 percent thrown away of all of the farm produce farm produce is just tossed aside yeah and never makes it anywhere Ugh. yeah I've heard recently there have been some grocery stores that have like an ugly fruit section and yeah. it's like all half off and yeah. like yeah but it's all the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just people, they want that those pretty looking apples mm-hmm. and everything. Ugh, it's so weird. <laughs> people are weird. <laughs> people are weird. Yeah. Um, so Thai curry is like your favorite thing to cook. Are there other things mm-hmm. that are like 
you enjoy cooking. Yeah. Um, any any like recipes maybe you recommend to people that are like, what are some good whole food like? I would say good eats. for someone that's got a really tight schedule, like I can't cook all yeah. the time. Yeah. Make a giant crock pot of food. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. are tons of really good crock pot recipes, most of which even if they're not trying to be, are pretty healthy. Yeah. Because you're just throwing a bunch of vegetables, maybe some meats, some uh-huh. stock into yeah. it and letting it cook. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And you've got food for a long time. And if you serve it up with some good rice, yeah, brown rice, wild rice, um, it's really filling. Yeah. Pretty hearty meal. It can You can have it all week long. Don't mm-hmm. worry about cooking all of your lunches or your dinners. Yeah. Um, so I, I make a lot of that. Um, but it can be really time consuming if you're going to do tailored individual. Yeah. Meals. Yeah. Cause I even have heard people complain about like, uh, like blue apron, how like, yeah, it's fun at first, but then it's still like an hour of work, you know, and it's kind of expensive. You're still spending about yeah. $10 a meal where like yeah. most like meals I make, especially with quantity, it's like, yeah, they become like two to five dollars a meal. Like it's not that expensive. You can do some crock pot stuff. Yeah, that's it's gonna boil down to about twenty five cents or fifty cents Ooh, for I a like meal. Those numbers. Because yeah. if you, if it's just a bunch of potatoes and carrots and yeah. onions, yeah, that stuff is cheap. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not going to be really expensive, mm-hmm. and it's healthy. Although you shouldn't eat a lot of potatoes because it's really starchy. Well, yeah, potatoes. Slow down your metabolism. So you sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Hot tip. Yeah, yeah. Love me some white potatoes. I know. Yeah, I like potatoes too, but yeah, Yeah. I try to uh, watch my consumption on them. Do you have any tips for like when to know when things go bad? Because I think that's a thing, Uh, a stigma a lot of people have is like cooking leftovers and maybe like one day after they eat it and then after a while they'd be like i think it's probably bad now i will say that one stuff that you buy in a container at a store yeah can last a lot longer than you think because they want you to throw away and buy another yeah one. that's another weird thing is like best buy sell buy yeah. um yeah i find myself constantly googling things to being like when does like this oatmeal really go bad or yeah, this gonna thing last a long time yeah I think it's funny when people say, oh, my cheese is bad. It's like, well, it was already bad when it was milk before. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's technically a <laughs> <smelly> cheese. <laughs> um, but as far as food that you cook, I'm a lot more daring than others. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I never get sick from eating expired, like terribly expired stuff. Yeah. So I'll just keep stuff that's been sitting in the fridge unless it really smells bad. Yeah, I think that's a good indicator. It's like if you're... If it smells bad, that's like your sense trying to help you yeah. out. Yeah. But if it's just, if it's mostly just vegetables that I've cooked up, vegetables and rice even. Yeah. Although yeah, rice, if- rice can go bad and turn into alcohol, basically. <laughs> you get drunk off your yeah. stew. Um, I just recook it with some other stuff. Yeah. And okay. And if you were afraid that it had something nasty in it, well, you're recooking it. So yeah, that's probably you're killing it all. Yeah. And then like, yeah, with vegetables, just like really rinse it. Is that like a good thing? Yeah, I rinse. I guess I don't even rinse them that much. I, mean, <laughs> I just do a general rinse. And if it's got yeah. a little dirt in it, I, yeah. don't, I don't care. Because again, you're cooking it. Yeah. Well, I guess if you're like, let's say you're like making a sandwich and you're like, oh, the spinach, like 
Some of oh, it looks right. a little darker than the other. I'll throw away the darker, yeah. rinse out. Yeah. Or is that more risky where it's like, hey, maybe if you are going to cook with that. I don't know. Um, it, nuke it. Yeah. If it's slimy spinach, I won't eat it because it is gross. Yeah. But again, I think that's like sentences being like, this doesn't look. It's going to make me feel good. But I would uh, I would say overall, you can eat stuff more expired than you think. Yeah. Yeah. And I would uh, urge you to because you're just throwing away money if you yeah. keep throwing. Yeah, that's like a big thing that I've become very conscious over like the past couple of years is like, or especially living alone. Like I don't like, especially when I first moved here, being like, what is something I'm purchasing that I'm not eating that's getting thrown out? Because that's a waste of money. Mm-hmm. And like bread especially is just something where I'm like, I don't eat it fast enough, so I'm not going to have bread. But I do find it interesting with like canned foods when people are like, oh, this expired today. Chuck it. And it's like, no, it's. Yeah. Canned goods were invented to last for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. Canning. So my mom comes from a Mennonite family Uh and canning is a really big traditional thing to do. Interesting. She, uh, as a kid, grew up canning all sorts of fruits and vegetables. She doesn't do too much of it anymore, but uh, a couple of years ago, she had a bunch of strawberries that she had canned, mm-hmm. and they had been in the freezer for, I think, 19 years. Whoa. <laughs> and I pulled out a jar. Yeah. And the, they had browned. The can had browned? The, the strawberries inside had. Oh, okay. They had turned up. They weren't moldy right. they weren't rotting or anything they just kind of browned a little bit kind of like an avocado does if it oxidizes yeah. too much uh-huh. still good yeah yeah but she had canned it she had just canned it in honey and the honey preserved it for a little long time as it can yeah and i opened up that can ate them strawberries and they tasted great that's amazing <laughs> 19 year old strawberries yeah wow my family was grossed out that I did it. <laughs> like, no, you shouldn't. Yeah, but yeah. I did, and th- I didn't really know. I mean, they were a little mushier because they had been sitting in yeah. there for a long time. Yeah, that's. But they still tasted like strawberries. They didn't smell weird. Yeah. They didn't Throw taste it in a weird. smoothie. That's what I always yeah. do with like. I made a pie out of it. Yeah, I was thinking you'd probably make a yeah. pie out of it. Yeah. It'd probably be a good thing. But yeah, anytime like I'm like, oh, this banana is like maybe one or two days older than ideally I would like. Mm-hmm. I just throw it in a smoothie, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man. Love a good smoothie. Oh, I love a dark banana because you can um, make some great banana bread with it. Oh, see, I haven't made banana bread with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Bread, I haven't ventured out too much into. My grandfather had like a bread maker, so I yeah. used to help him with that. Oh, that was so pretty good. fun. Especially like right when a fresh loaf comes out of the oven, eat a slice. Oh, so good. The bread makers is awesome because it makes you feel like a genius cook. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah. Look what I've done. Yeah, I beat the system. <laughs> you, yeah. you just throw a few ingredients in the thing and it does all the work for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It even like mixes it <laughs> yeah. for you and tosses it around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like very fun to do. I say it's, you know, cooking is one of the, it's a really fun, like I know it's it can be inefficient as far as, Time, time goes yeah but it's really fun and if you do it with someone mm-hmm. it's kind of a good bonding experience yeah. or date idea yeah yeah because you you know you're you're doing this thing together and you're creating you're having your an experience yeah together versus just going out to eat and letting someone bring it to yeah. you yeah and then sitting there and like 
ha- making up some sort of conversation yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I like to find a challenging recipe. Yeah. And then we just make the stuff. Yeah. Um, my wife makes really good dough from scratch. Oh, cool. And then we um, make pizzas. I like to make quiche, mm. which is easier than you think. Really? It doesn't take that much effort. You just yeah. kind of whip up a bunch of eggs and some vegetables and you yeah. throw it in a pie crust and put it in the oven and it kind of comes out boom pretty well like that it's kind of like that other egg dish it starts with an f is it like frittata yeah frittata yeah yeah that's kind of the same thing except maybe instead of a pie dish you just put it in a like a baking dish i would say the one thing with eggs that i haven't yet perfected what's really hard is making eggs benedict uh, I've recently learned how to poach eggs. It's like my new favorite way to cook eggs. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Poached eggs was one of those things that I always thought was really hard. And then I just YouTubed it and was like, oh, not a, not a verb. YouTubed it. <laughs> it is now 2017. Um, but that was really easy because it's just like you lightly boil water with a little bit of vinegar. Then you make a whirlpool with a spoon and then you drop the egg in, and it's really cool to watch because you get to watch the whites like wrap around the yolk. Um, and then you just leave it in there for three minutes, take it out, boom, poached egg. Daddy likey. Yeah, yeah. I haven't made the actual hollandaise sauce, but yeah, that's, that's also really, I think it's easy to make. It's just like, it's just a lot of butter and a lot of uh, yolk, which the is like. The trick is the temperature, because if you make it too hot, then it becomes scrambled. Oh, that makes sense. That's like the hard thing with baking. It's an egg yolk egg. sauce. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's good, but I don't want to teach myself to make it because it's like oh, not good for you. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. But that's for like you. the delicious. one thing when I'm going out to brunch, I'm like, yeah, give me the Benedict. Yeah. If, you, if a place does eggs Benedict really well, it's there's a reason why it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. Because it's really hard to do yeah. very well. Although they just make like a huge batch of hollandaise sauce yeah. in the morning. I would like to um, do a PSA. Mm-hmm. To all the youths out there, uh huh. Youths, stop paying for avocado toast. Oh, just make it at home. Or it costs a dollar for an avocado. Yeah, a couple of dollars for a decent loaf of bread. Yeah, and you can have it for days. Yeah, very true. <laughs> Why are you spending fourteen dollars <laughs> on avocado toast? Now, do you have a tip for? Let's say I'm only going to use like a quarter of an avocado. How do I keep? That rest of the avocado to last for a few days. I always put it in a Tupperware uh-huh. and put it in the fridge, and it will brown. But I know it's still the good. trick too is you add um, lemon sauce or lemon juice. Yeah, that yeah, helps that a does bit. help. Yeah, I'm weird. There's something about cold avocado I'm not crazy about. I like a room temp avocado. Oh man, that's some next level first world <laughs> stuff right there. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've tried being like, hmm, how do I get it the temperature I like, but. No, I guess Tupperware, sealed Tupperware, lemon juice, boom. Just don't be afraid of it looking weird. Yeah. If you get past that, the the inside of it is still going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I've also noticed, too, like, yeah, if I have it in the fridge and then I see it, it is a little brown, but then I whip it up, then it's green again because it's just the top part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've never had avocado toast. 
I just know. What's the um, the restaurant right next to UCB Franklin? Is it Franklin and Co. Birds? Not Birds. It's between Birds. La Poubelle. Franklin and Co. It's the one that's directly to the right. If you exit UCB Franklin and you go to the yeah, right, yeah, that's Franklin and Co. Yeah, that beer place. Yes, that's great restaurant. I've had their avocado toast, and it is an enormous ripoff. Oh, yeah. I went it's there once $14. for brunch because, like, I saw their, like, they have those Bloody Marys. Have you seen their Bloody yeah. Mary drinks with the slider? Yeah. So it's like, oh, maybe they do, like, a really good brunch. And I went and, yeah, it was, again, it was like, if I just get eggs and toast, it's like $15. I can make yeah. it at home. Yeah. yeah. Got to watch out for those brunch places. Yeah, brunch is stupid. <laughs> brunch is breakfast. Also, like, anytime I usually plan to go out and have brunch with a bunch of friends, Nine times out of ten, I'll be like, guys, do you just want to come over here and like we can make our own brunch and like buy bottles of champagne and yeah. have bottomless mimosas yeah. and we all pay like five bucks. Yeah. You know? Instead of waiting in line. Yeah. Oh, waiting in line. No, thank you. We have you. a $20 bottomless mimosa. Yeah. How many are you going to drink? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, I don't know about you too, but I've noticed as I've gotten older Drinking during the day is like not good for me because yeah, I get I get tired for the rest of the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have one yeah. at eleven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, well, this day is ruined. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, well, especially if I have to go to work. I'm like, why did I do that to myself? <laughs> now I'm just tired. Yeah, so I don't do as much uh, day drinking. I'm more of a when I get home at the end of a long day, have a little scotch. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's the way to do it. Or I've been trying to. That or a glass of red wine because going back to nutrition, I've read that red wine is like good for your heart. Hey, that's all the reason I need to have yeah. to I mean, usually have a bottle when they do, there. yeah, a whole bottle, <laughs> yep. I think just six ounces. If one glass is good for my heart, a whole bottle is going to be even better. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's correct. <laughs> well, check your facts then. <laughs> but uh, like uh, I've noticed uh, by reading all this like red wine is good for you. It's like they go and they look at people that have lived like into their 90s and even like into their 100s and ask them like, what's your secret? And usually they're like red wine. And I would, I would, I, I'm glad you brought that up. And I would also would venture a guess that if you looked at the majority of their diet throughout their life, yeah, they probably didn't think about, oh, is this healthy or not? But mm-hmm. when they were young, the food that w- was available was mostly all natural whole food. Right, right. Because yeah. we didn't have a lot of cheap crappy bread we didn't have mcdonald's we didn't have processed velveeta yeah a lot of people were probably canning or like cooking um like i know my grandma she mentioned like yeah to have like a ham or a turkey that was like a one-time year thing yeah it was like that was a very special special. thing Mm -hmm. where now people are eating meat every meal Mm -hmm. which is like insane Mm-hmm. And delicious, but insane, <laughs> and no one should do it. <laughs> but it's so good. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Or like, and then like bread and everything. They're like making from scratch. Right. You know, where now it's like, you know, you can go to the store or go to a restaurant and boom. My grandpa died when he was. This is on my dad's side. I think he was eighty-four, eighty-five, mm-hmm. and he was like the least healthy person I ever met. Right. And What's his secret, though? 84. Well, that, well, what I'm saying is he, he ate a bunch of deli food 
and beer every day. That was his thing Mm -hmm. and had a stroke and died. But I I like to think that he would still be alive and would live past 100 years old. He had even a modestly healthy Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Routine. Like, you don't need to have beer every day, Grandpa. You don't need to have a ham sandwich for every single lunch. Yeah, yeah. You don't need a bag of potato chips. Yeah. Well, and I noticed a thing I've recently adopted was um, getting like a calorie tracker on Mm. my phone just to be like, oh, like I'm learning like how many calories do I am I eating in one sitting? And a thing I've noticed is like that's just kind of naturally made me gravitate towards like more cleaner eating mm-hmm. because it's like lot like a lot less calories. And then with nutrition, it's like, oh, of course, nuts are high in protein or like, you know, if I have a banana, it's like, of course, it has high vitamin C that where it's like one bag of potato chips. That's a whole meal of like compared to making like a smoothie or a breakfast that's like oatmeal and nuts. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, if you were to have a 2000 calorie diet per day. Yeah. Which you, is for me that's way too much cuz I'm 5 foot. Cuz you're two. a large person. I, yeah, I'm a very large person <laughs> at uh coming in at just under 5 foot 2. Yeah. Female. So my calories it's 1350 a day. But if I'm going to have 2000 calories a day. <laughs> Lucky. You get like and I two hope extra that you meals. <laughs> I am totally eating 2,000 calories worth of cake versus 2,000 calories versus <laughs> ca- of carrots. You are? Hell yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, but then when you put that in the calorie tracker, you're going to get a red font underneath it that's going to say, you have exceeded your sugar, you have exceeded your carbs, you have exceeded your trans fat. YOLO, baby. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> or if you eat too many carrots, they'll be like, you went over your vitamins. <laughs> Too many vitamins? Yeah, sometimes they'll say like, hey man, that's that's a lot of vitamins. Hey man, you better put down those vitamins. But but also your body, uh, I've heard if you have too many vitamins, you just pee it out. So it's not like I, the worst thing. Peeing is good. I pee a lot. <laughs> yeah, and aim for that clear pee over yeah, yellow. Yeah, you should. For, get that hydration. Not only should you aim for the clear Ooh. pee, you should aim for the toilet. Talk about, yes, and talk about overeating. There's like over drinking water. It's pretty much unheard of unless you're doing a radio contest. Then don't yep. drink those gallons of water. But like, it's always. Like, I don't want to overdrink my water. Yeah, and, I yeah. I feel like I I'm constantly like going back to the calorie tracker. Is like I don't I feel like I drink a lot of water, but I don't because eight cups is a lot. You can always drink more water. I know. I try, but um, I feel like I'm usually clocking in between four and six, and then it feels like maybe I should just make a chore out of it where I'm like. Just chug those two extra glasses. I'll specifically eat a spicy meal mm-hmm. just so I force myself to have Ooh, several glasses of water in that one tip. Sitting. That's a good trick. That's a good trick. Yeah. And also, if you eat like uh, a hot soup based uh-huh. meal, pho, or is it pho? pho? Pho. Forget about it. <laughs> Ramen. Does that count? Because I've wondered that well, too. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know. It's liquid. I, it's I've water. tried Googling it. With like tea, because like I like a lot of tea, yeah. so I'm like, that's a cup of water. Well, but the tea like kind of dehydrates the water. Like caffeine the... dehydrates you. Damn. So if you God, have caffeine-free caffeine. things, so herbal. Like if I have chamomile tea, boom, count that as a yeah, cup or two. Of hardcore water. delish. I I used to hate chamomile tea, but this past year got too many camels in it. Grew to love it. Yeah. <laughs> give me give me some more camels. Yeah, you need more camels in <laughs> yeah, that chamomile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not only is 
good to have a spicy, hot, soupy mm-hmm. type of meal, in yeah. my opinion, because you you drink a lot of water along with it. Yeah. The broth is mostly water. Yeah. But what I learned from some friends of mine from Taiwan, oh. the reason why they drink a bunch of hot liquids with their meals versus cold liquids is because the hot water digests the food and breaks it up a lot quicker and flushes it out of your system. Americans love to have a big old greasy hamburger and some fries and an ice cold Coke. Delicious AF, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the cold water congeals the food Mm -hmm. and makes it harder for the body to digest. Interesting. I mean, it makes sense if you take hot water and you pour it over something and it dissolves it. That's a good tip. If you drink hot tea through the day or try to, you know, hot liquids following your food really yeah. will make you feel cleaner. Mm, that I never have thought about that. It def- I noticed it for myself. I was a, um, the more I do it, the less bloated at least I feel. Yeah. And I think I look. <laughs> But yeah. feel mostly. I also wonder if that's why when people are sick, they say, like, have soup. Like, maybe it helps break maybe. up anything that's maybe, like, sitting. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe. that's really interesting. Yeah, I feel like I mean, there's something else I was going to say about water. I mean, soda is so bad. Soda is just, like, uh, lots yeah. of empty calories. There's nothing nutritional And in then, it. Yeah, yeah. And even, um, do you have any thoughts on, like, diet soda where it's, like, even you look wor- at the can, worse, it's all actually. zero. But, yeah. Because it's all like chemicals? Yes, it's got more, depending on the brand, it actually can be worse for you because it's got, instead of natural sugars, it's got aspartame, which is cancer causing. Yikes. In high doses over many years. Yeah, yeah. Like if you have a diet, several Diet Cokes a day. Yeah. Watch out for that cancer. Yeah. But like, okay, this is, I think this is something we should definitely talk about is, um treat yourself like once in a while like yeah that's yeah yeah, you should that's usually encouraged by like nutritionists or especially saying like instead of doing a fad diet like try to develop a habit where like this is now your new way of eating where it's cleaner but you still you know you get that slice of pie once in a while or something uh and also what do you think what are your thoughts on cheat days because i know a lot of people that are like big muscle builders and stuff and they're like pretty much like throughout the week are very strict on what they eat and then they have one day where they just they go to town they get like that large pizza go to shake check eat a four thousand calorie meal cheesecake factory i don't know if i necessarily have an opinion on cheat days as much as i think that you shouldn't cut out completely comfort food type of things Mm -hmm. because if you go several weeks, and though it's better for you to not have sugar, right, right, in general, you don't need sugar, yeah, from candy and that sort of stuff. Like, there's mm-hmm. plenty of natural sugars and fruits, yeah. But when you do that to yourself after you've lived your whole life, you know, having candy sometimes, yeah, you are far likelier to um, binge on that sort of thing, oh. get de- demoralized, and give up. Yeah. Diet and go back. So if you're sprinkling little bits of deliciousness like that (laughs) throughout your diet in very small quantities, you're, you know, you're fine, I think. And you're going to be a lot less likely to be like, I hate this diet. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. I'll just be fat. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like a thing I've found interesting that I feel like has changed uh, in the way 
dieting and and changing your eating habits has changed is like this gentleness of gentle reminder of like, hey, like you're going to have days where maybe you eat more than you intended or whatever. Don't beat yourself up. Like, just be like, that's fine. Like that happened on to the next day, you know, Um, because I think like a lot of people, it's like as soon as they do one bad thing, they're it's easy just to be like, well, I suck at this. I'm just going to go back to doing what I was doing. For me, having um, a healthy lifestyle is equatable to baseball. Okay. I'm a big baseball fan. And baseball is a marathon of a sport. Yeah. And is all about a long trend of stats. Yeah. You you play like 3,000 games a season. 3,000 games a season. (laughs) Um, And you... You will see that in general, the team with the best stats over the course mm-hmm. of the year is in the playoffs, or if not, the yeah. champion. Uh-huh. So you know, even the best teams with the best players have awful days. Yeah, that doesn't mean they're not going to win the championship. Interesting. Yeah, it's all about what they did in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were they the best in general? Mm-hmm. So it's fine, but don't use it as an excuse. Like, well, <laughs> even the best teams have bad days. <laughs> I'm gonna drink all the beers now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think that's like an important thing to remember. Like, I know because I uh, I'm a pescatarian and have been for like over ten years. And some people are like, man, I I've thought about like you know going vegetarian or even vegan but it just seems like way too hard and it's like uh, just like just have like one meal that's vegan and then maybe next day you have two meals that are vegan you know but and then it's like just like slowly cut back or like even you can be like a a carnivore but who eats meat like once every two weeks like with me my fish intake it's like maybe once a month where it's just like I like fish and I know it's like I feel more awake if I have fish in my diet. So I keep it, but I'm not eating fish every meal or whatever. Yeah. So, and I used to think it would be hard too. yeah, to not have those certain things. Because Once again, grew up a meat and potatoes person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how could you live without that sort of stuff? But I would say that you're not finding the right recipes mm-hmm. because there are times where I unintentionally eat vegan for yeah. days. Yeah. And that's just because I found, oh, here's some cool crockpot recipes. Yeah. And they're not even intending to be vegan. They're just yeah. really spicy, hearty meals yeah. that are really delicious. Yeah. And I just keep eating it for the week. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I haven't had meat in five days. Yeah. But it's not because I was doing it for moral reasons yeah. or it health was, reasons. You found a dish that's yeah. delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, that's is like a good thing to encourage is like exploring different dishes because, you know, instead of being like, oh, tofu, that that just seems gross. You might find a tofu dish that you dig, mm-hmm. you know. Especially I if it's food. sauteed <laughs> and it's got crispy outsides to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I like that. With my rice cooker, I have like a steamer on top. So Mm -hmm. I love to like steam tofu for my curries. So good. Do you have any other um, tips of wisdom you would like to tell our listeners? Tips of wisdom. I would say you can do it. Put your back into it. (laughs) First of all. Second, being healthy isn't about completing a 30-day diet. Yeah, yeah. And saying, yay, I did it. It's about figuring out how you can make that your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And it's not even about 
how can I be the healthiest person? Mm-hmm. Although that's cool. Like, how can I improve from where I am now? Yeah. And sustain that and then build upon it. Because mm-hmm. to go from all McDonald's to all celery. That's is, that's hard. That's really hard. You got to work up to that. You're probably going to put your body in shock, too. Yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely would. Like, yeah. You know, like, caffeine withdrawals is a real thing. Yeah. I'm sure it exists with, like sodium and sugar and i mean there's a reason why your body is like "Mm, i really want that ice cream right now yeah you know oh my wife has huge caffeine like she won't even attempt to do anything throughout the day unless she yeah has coffee yeah i i had tea the other day because i was like oh i slept in i'll just have like an earl gray tea yeah and then yeah later in the day i'm like well i gotta take an advil because i have a caffeine headache yeah unfortunately that's that's my addiction but i successfully I just drink like black coffee or black mm. tea. I don't add like creamer or anything more in it. Like, oh, those non-dairy those, creamers. They sneak up on you. If you look at the back of the ingredients, there's a, the more ingredients, the likelier it is, the worse it is yeah. for it. If you can't pronounce the words and the, yeah, list, yeah. the list is eye-wateringly long, yeah. do not put it in your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like lattes and stuff, like, and that's the thing too with eating out is like, it's so easy to just be like, la, la, la. But I mean, it's, going back to this, guys, I, it might seem scary, but I recommend getting a calorie tracker and just type in everything you eat and just see like, you'll learn a lot about like what you're putting into your body. And by doing that now, if I see like a latte that says it's 300 calories, like that's insane to me. That's an entire meal. It doesn't need to have. Yeah. It's just, it's Especially, just milk and coffee. It doesn't yeah. need to have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And then like the amount of like sugar and everything. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just, it was interesting too. Cause like things that I thought, like I was like, oh, maybe I'm really overdoing it with carbs or something. It's like, you kind of learn things of like, oh no, like just drink my coffee black. And like, then I can enjoy something else. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just like ways to like eat healthier that don't seem like huge sacrifices. Unless you want to make an animal sacrifice. No, don't eat animals. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kenny, thank you so much for coming on and talking about nutrition. You're welcome, Cassie. (laughs) And that's our episode. Thank you, Kenny, for coming on and talking about nutrition. Wasn't that interesting? Did you guys learn something? Man, I was really pushing that calorie app thing. It's my new little fun game. That's right. Make a make a game out of healthy eating. You can follow Kenny on Twitter at Kenny Praywat for all those fun dad jokes. And be sure to check out Crowning Jewels coming November 7th via Netflix, Redbox, and DVD thanks to Sony Home Video Distribution. You can also catch Kenny every Sunday night at iOS with the Sunday Sketch Show. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins. And remember... Get your costumes at costumesforless.com and you can get free shipping by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash costumes. And be sure to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Love you. Bye. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.